0: Pizza
1: time. Hey, it's a post-apocalyptic Rebel Taxi
2: Pizza Party podcast, and we're all in our bunkers avoiding the disease. And who are people? uh people? I'm Nolan. I have my uh, post-apocalyptic BDSM gear ready. Yeah.
3: I'm red and I'm currently making a shiv for when Nolan's back is turned because he stole my fucking peaches.
2: Oh, man. Bold of you to assume I actually like peaches and would eat them in the apocalypse.
3: Oh, you Gross. didn't steal them to eat them. You stole them to fuck with me.
2: Whoa, no. No. I thought you were um, he was going to fuck them. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my God. Um, And
2: who is our guest today?
0: Well, hi, I'm Shane from Rirez, Re and in the post-apocalyptic uh, world of today, I'm trying to raise my uh, hacking stats so I can get in all the bank machines around me. Yeah. Oh, man.
2: Yeah. How's your, how's your speech?
0: Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, just stuttering should, all the time.
2: Yeah. You should probably uh, throw some skill points into that tree, my dude.
0: No, no, no. I need the toilet paper. That's why I'm getting the money. See, it works that way.
2: Who needs toilet but paper? you could also just like barter for toilet paper if you if your talk skill is up. I
3: poured all my points into energy weapons and I turned out just liking the melee. Oops. Ooh. Oops.
1: I, I don't feel we need toilet paper as much as we think we do. Just go into the shower, get like the hose for your shower thing, and just like spray yourself. It's fine. It's like a a bidet with the French do, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. I have a perfectly good green lawn in front of me. It is not being used by any dogs. And I mean, I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. I can scoot. B- bust out the uh, water hose
1: out <laughs> there. Wolf, Wolf am I right?
3: <laughs> well, I it was it, nice, you guys.
1: Maybe you can drink some of the water hose out there, I, I believe. I don't know. There, there I, oh, my God, I did shavings. that today. Could be metal shavings inside the hose, so don't worry. It's just a couple.
0: You know, it's yeah. good for you. It's iron. You know, you want you that.
1: Know, it builds up immunity. Just like what the ICP did. Like, one of the insane clown posse members said, Hey, build up immunity just by eating dirt. They legitly said that.
2: Allegedly? Like,
1: legitimately. Not like there's a video food. of the
2: uh, skinny clown guy, like, eating dirt and saying, Hey, build up your immunity, kids. It's for you. Remind- reminds me of the. Uh... The the that weird metal band where they used the suicide uh, of their one bandmate as an album cover, oh, and they said oh weird God. shit like, "God, why would Nirvana yeah, they said do weird that?" Shit.
3: <laughs> hey now,
2: fuck you. Yeah. But yeah, uh, rerez. What do you do? Um, but be- what did you do before the post-apocalypse? Wink, wink.
0: Oh well, I used to have a show called Rerez where we would talk about video games, and then video games stopped being a thing, and we all just started playing Uno cards because that's the only thing they sell now.
1: Yeah, after GameStop closed down their essential store, there we, we got nowhere to get get our games.
0: <laughs> you know what? I I gotta be honest about this. Do people actually buy games at GameStop? I've been there. They sell mostly mugs and pop figurines now, and that's about it.
2: They're they're half-assed toy stores. Yeah, they, uh, I, I bought, uh, Death Stranding was the last game I ever got from there. Um, and then I was like, man, I should have just bought this digitally. (laughs) Like, if anything, I do
1: still buy, like, used PS3 and 360 games there, since there's some,
2: you know, that you can't get that digitally sometimes. Yeah, but now they're, like, starting to phase out. Oh, no. yeah.
3: And they keep like, saying they're going to buy your, like, retro games, like like your NES games, but then they don't sell them.
2: On what occasion,
3: with like, those?
1: in the, like, the DS little case, uh, for randomly, they just have, like, two or three NES or Genesis games in there. I don't know why. Just, like, be the only person who buys a Genesis game from GameStop in, in 2020.
3: I'd I'd probably end up buying a Genesis game from Half Price Books before I get one from GameStop.
1: I mean, I bought a a PS3 from Half Price Books. It's one of the later models that actually runs pretty well, because I used to have, like, the original PS3 model that just, like, has, like, a fan blaring all the time. and just explodes after 10 years, but this one's actually sturdy, so, you know, it's actually good.
0: Yeah, the last Slim ones that they released were, like, solid systems, but those early ones, they just they will run your PlayStation 2 games like a dream and they're for that I you know really that. want them but it's unfortunate they just they just happen to get really hot after a while and kind of they, they got Fresh. the yellow light of death that's their thing instead of the red ring that, yeah that's what i and got that just like
3: how it's always been like wasn't there like a huge issue with the with the first PS2 after everyone bought one
1: was there i don't know but it wasn't i don't think it was as bad as the 360
0: the more complex the systems got, the worse they would get at launches. It would be like tiny things, maybe it'd be a fan or, or, you know, uh, the discs wouldn't read. That was a common thing. Maybe yeah. the memory cards wouldn't actually plug into the slot, but when it got to actually like having these really complex systems with hard drives and RAM and processors and everything, it just started to get way too complex and they would just have so many issues, especially overheating issues. Cause they're putting a lot of components into a very tiny package. Yeah, like a Super
1: Nintendo is way more sturdy than a freaking PS3, I'm sh- possibly.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Y- you could, like, bash a-, a Super Nintendo with a sledgehammer, and it would probably still work. Like, I don't Please trust don't
1: do uh, anything with a disk drive for more than 10 years. Nah, I just nah. don't trust. Nah, I don't trust them. <laughs> but, yeah. Also, Red, who are you? <laughs> Exactly.
3: Uh hello. I am Red, a former cartoon YouTuber, current uh regular and editor for Snapcube. Snapcube. Uh, yeah, they they do they do let's plays. Uh they do those uh real-time fan dubs. I was actually in uh, their last one that just came out on uh, Sonic Riders. I was Wave. Oh, yeah. Uh I do freelance stuff. I don't know. I'm just kind of all over the place right now.
1: How have you guys been holding up during the apocalypse? I'm inside the house. Are we
2: all inside? I mean, have we all been just lying inside and that's it? Pre- for me, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I, don't know. I mean, I've,
3: I've, I've, my work hasn't changed. I've always been working from home, so... It's a little yeah. depressing that I can't go outside, though. It's like it's like the moment that I can't, I suddenly want to.
1: Yeah, I haven't been to a Buffalo Wild Wings in over a week, and it's like, damn, I miss going to Buffalo Wild Wings.
0: My life hasn't changed all that much, which makes me feel like I don't have a social life, so that it raises questions.
1: Uh, we got internet friends, it's fine. Yeah, we're, all,
2: we're all tragic as hell. Yeah.
1: But I remember like a Buffalo Wild Wings was having a, a March Madness contest where you can win the prize and live inside their store for like a month or something. Why I would guess you it,
3: want to do that?
1: They basically made like a little glass <laughs> containment where you, you, you got to sleep in there in a bunk bed. Imagine like a <laughs> dorm room, but the walls are glass and the outside <laughs> is just the fucking Wings place. Why would anyone like
3: fucking captive? Like a fucking like oh and in this corner we have the winner and he's just like let me out.
1: I wanna believe these are secretly um quarantine containment centers here. <laughs> Here's an image set from uh the Twitter. I'll I'll link to, I'll link to it, which I hope Nolan will oh no wait, I gotta link to it since I'm the one in charge of the YouTube. Nolan just oh. edits the things.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. if yeah. Well, can we can we describe what we're looking at right now? Because Please. this is legitimate horror here. <laughs> Please, it's it's seriously a dorm room, it's so like a college dorm. It's got a basketball-style oh floor, like a basketball arena floor.
3: Where's the bathroom? Do they have oh. to go and walk across the the whole damn restaurant just to use the restroom? I think so. Because
1: the like, <laughs> answer is yes. the promotional video they showed them using just the regular old bathroom and b-dubs you know and just brushing their teeth you know which i don't never want to brush my teeth in a goddamn public restroom you know
0: i i gotta be honest i think you're looking at the bathroom right now i'm pretty sure it's one of those like buckets or or like things you know how this ends out, right? Like, you win the contest. You're like, oh, yeah, I got to live in a Buffalo Wild Wings. And if you think that's a good reward, then the next thing that happens, you deserve. They put you in the room, they lock it, and they start slowly filling the entire room up with mild sauce or hot sauce. Oh, no. And they just fill it up until you get pickled. And that's it. Oh, but Their God. hot sauce isn't even good. I'm not saying it's good. And it's not going to be any better once it's killed you. But that's exactly what's going on here.
1: They're not trying to kill you. They're trying to preserve you for the future. It's kind of like how the Jurassic Park bugs were encased in nectar, you know? (laughs) uh, You you make it sound
3: like the dinosaurs did that on purpose. Like, whoa, we better make sure these bugs stay alive. Fuck.
1: It'll either kill you or they'll preserve your DNA
2: and they can clone you. To live on your legacy. Or it's like uh, Austin Powers. Oh, yeah, they're going to steal your mojo.
3: What if there's, like, someone specific that they were trying to capture? Like, they were like, okay, we know that this one bastard, I'll I'll, I'll call him him Johnny. Fucking Johnny loves buffalo wild wings, and we're trying to catch him. Let's set up this contest.
1: Johnny just happens to love uh, wings and basketball, so this is going to work out.
3: Coming for you, bitch.
0: I mean, you would have no privacy here, ever. Like, everyone could see you do everything, including change.
1: I don't know what they were thinking, but I kind of want to win this contest. It's kind of like that one episode of *Rocco's Modern Life where Heifer moved out of his parents' house and he decided to live inside the Choky's Chicken, um... What do you call that?
2: The, just that big sign, not inside the the restaurant, but the actual sign itself. Sounds like a fucking uh, animaniacs joke.
1: <laughs> yeah, basically, he's like an animaniac. You know, we can all live in there and be animaniacs of our own. We we can each be a Warner Brother.
0: But but that that is actually smarter compared to what's going on here. At least the the, the water tower that the animaniacs stayed in was solid. Like no one's gonna see them when they're changing or using the bathroom here this is it that you are on public display they literally <laughs> built a farm like a viewing not a farm a, a zoo a viewing zoo of of an actual fan of buffalo wild wings come into the store do you want to see what it looks like when someone really likes buffalo wild wings here's the incident right here look at him he's he's pooping on the floor that's exactly <laughs> what we experienced here yes yes oh, uh, cover so him uh
3: They have a TV suspended above the pillow. Imagine imagine that, like, turning on while someone's sleeping. On It looks like it's on both bunks while they're sleeping, and it's just playing this, like, subliminal messaging. Like, you eat the wings. You love buffalo wild wings. I don't do nothing but consume for Buffalo Wild Wings.
1: I noticed uh, there's no roof, so I would imagine people will be throwing like wings and peanuts. Over the oh wall. my
3: god, they could totally just throw <laughs> shit at him.
0: <laughs> don't, don't feed the resident. Look, look, okay, this is this is this is sickening. Those screens literally never turn off, so you're just getting like NBA footage blared at you 24 yeah. seven. In the heat of the night, I'm looking at a picture right now. There are five screens aiming at that dude's bed. Five. You that guy sleep. does not sleep. And it's no. a guy that does this. It's not a woman. A woman would never agree to be on display like that. That is bizarre. No.
3: I also just noticed the the fucking poster saying, wake up and smell the basketball.
1: That's propaganda. Like you got to put on those shades from uh, that one Roddy Piper movie. Uh, they live. you got to. So,
0: <laughs> so hold on a second. I'm looking at one of these pictures a little bit closer. Are there four bunk beds in the same room? Yeah, you're going to share this with full well, three what? other strangers.
3: Oh, my God. As if it's not bad enough. <laughs> I love that they have a do not disturb sign as if that would stop anybody.
1: You know, it's like Big Brother, but, you know, with local viewers, like a live audience.
0: Oh, this is just...
2: We should, um, instead of the usual background, uh, you should put our avatars on, like, a picture of this. Yes. That's where where we'll hang out. We're all
3: trying to escape the Buffalo Wild Wings prison.
2: What happened to us? We used to gather in proud arenas. Now
1: we're watching March Madness while stuck in workholes. Loser jerk or shoved in
2: caves. so we can fill our beers crush all the wings and pound every single game you want madness that's march madness buffalo wild Wing.
1: due to the apocalyptic virus whose name demonetizes any video it touches momo has been delayed to an unspecified date at the time of this recording stay tuned for more updates as we plan on figuring out how we're going to do another annual live panel now back to the podcast I'm I'm still theorizing it's a quarantine center, so we'll, we'll be safe there. Gonna be, be good. We we'll get some free wings. That, or that they'll are be safe cleaned. from
3: us. It's it's Don't like the to... fucking fuck like I think they were called like Scumco or something from Rampage. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> they know what's gonna happen to you now that you've eaten those so oh, many man. wings and they're and they're trying to stop it.
1: Oh no, Salmonella, no thank you, please. <laughs> oh man.
0: Oh, I just, oh. I can only imagine that when they, when you enter into the facility, they're like, we must disinfect you first. And they just hose you down with Buffalo Ranch. Like, it's just.
3: <laughs> oh, <that's... laughs>
0: oh, my God. Like this, coming this, this out of the
3: fire hose.
1: That's like some anime bukkake thing going on. That's not good.
0: I, I, like I you know, I ate at a Buffalo Wild Wings once and that was enough.
3: You know, it was pretty Buffalo Wild. Like, boo boo <laughs> boo i'm not your boo
1: look I, I don't i forget what i was gonna say did you yeah i don't talking about wings i'm sure something about wings <laughs> i don't think they're still hosting this contest after you know the apocalypse happened but uh, maybe this will be the sa- our safety zone. You know, every like group of zombie survivors have to like find a safety zone, whether it be a mall. I think the B dubs will do it do it best. Oh it's my like god! Let,
3: Imagine being like us have
2: left for dead. Yeah.
3: Imagine being the last four survivors in the apocalypse, specifically because you decided it would be a good idea to live in a goddamn Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hope so. That's the, that's the dream. You know, I I gotta be honest. I've been to Buffalo. And I think there might be one or two of these there at all. And if Buffalo isn't surrounded by Buffalo Wild Wings, I don't think it's safe to live in there or eat there. That's just how I feel.
1: Uh, I'm sure it's fine. You, You won't catch salmonella.
0: Maybe if they start to revolt inside there, they just start throwing their clothes out to the dining patrons outside the glass walls.
1: I'm imagining the scene from I Am Legend where all the zombies are trying to break through the glass and like think this place also has glass and you know <laughs> gotta you can either blow them up like the Hollywood ending or do the un the uh the ending that was too smart for American audiences and just you know give the give their zombie wife back. Fair. Yeah. Anyway, re Except it's
3: the fucking Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> <laughs>
1: Re-Rez, for someone who hasn't seen your videos, what video would you recommend them watching?
0: Ah, uh, what video would I recommend people watch? um okay, uh a very recent video um i i do we, we right now we're doing two shows primarily uh the worst ever series where we take video game consoles and look at like the worst of them mm-hmm. that have ever been released ever, and then just bad games where we look at well very bad games that are just what they are and uh our very recent one of our most recent videos was a game called Batman and Robin for the PlayStation. Oh, yeah. And that video, I would recommend anyone watch. It took a week to play that game, and I should have given up after the first 20 minutes. Like, I should not have kept going, but I did. And then it became this. It became a bizarre odyssey. I've never played a game that has racked my brain so much before. Like I got so angry playing it.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. Isn't that like one of the first open world city games?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, it, it's insane. Uh, for the PlayStation 1, we're talking years before we would get open world games in uh, in, in, a, in a very real sense, the way we think about Grand Theft Auto and stuff. We did get uh, Driver 2 and, and games like that eventually that allowed you to exit the car and walk around and stuff. But in Batman and Robin, you could leave the car, walk around, enter buildings, do all of this on the PlayStation One, and it was one loading screen into the world, and it would do all that within one load. You, even Grand Theft Auto 3, there came a point when you're like crossing from one side of the city to another, it would have to have this like loading screen in between the the islands. That didn't happen on this game. It just it was effortless and flawless and really well designed in that one tiny aspect. But everything else about this game is just urgh, awful.
1: Mm-hmm. That's, it's pretty ambitious, but too bad the game is fucking awful.
0: It is. It, it's See, we 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 played it for so long, and we started to discover things that you shouldn't see for this time period. Uh, as weird as it is, there's like a sequence where Batman does a disco dance. It's weird. <laughs> we found it. We've never seen anyone actually do a video on that sequence before because they might not have seen it before but when batman gets into the disco room and the lights are on him you can actually see the character model reacting to the lighting and and being lit differently on a playstation 1 game yeah when when batman is running or robin's running or batgirls running you can see their cape flow behind them and move around in realistic like a uh, physics uh, action again on a playstation 1 game um, there, uh, there's experience that you can gain while you're beating people up. There's, uh, a, a, uh, like a camera you can use in the world to take pictures of things. Like these are things you don't even like think about in modern, in, in like old terms, but it was doing stuff that was so advanced, but it was a game for Batman and Rob in the movie. I mean, yeah, Wow. <laughs> I mean, I was watching that movie like a few days ago, and
1: there's so much. It's it's so horrendously great, and my favorite scene is during the fight, the final fight where they were fighting against Ivy. Um, there's a scene where Robin like it falls into the water. He re- gasps for air, and then he goes back into the water. But you can clearly see they play the footage of him gasping for air while he emerges from the water, and they play that footage in
0: reverse, just <laughs> going back in. It's like no one would notice. When I was a kid, I noticed that
3: From the water.
0: Yeah, they just played footage and
1: played it in reverse to show him going in and out of the water. It, it's it insane. Blatant. You, I, when, I, like, Are I guess they assumed
3: there. Do we need to like call somebody?
1: I don't know why, how that happened. Like, they just
0: didn't have a. They just needed a shot of him going into the water. It's so strange. If I had to guess it's he flipped out of the water and then while he was shaking around, he probably flung water at the lens and they didn't realize it till after the fact. So then they had to... I mean, I I have to imagine there must be a... Okay, there's a lot of things that are like, why did you do this in that movie? But that must have been one of the things. Something must have happened with that take where they're like, okay, we either get him to dress up, put a bunch of neon lights all over him and stick him in a pool and just have him wiggle around for a bit. Or just reverse the shot, and yeah. that's they chose that instead. Yeah,
1: because what's funny is like a little while later, like seriously, like thirty seconds later, they they use that exact shot, except it's the same shot again without going in reverse, and it just continues where he's getting out of the water completely. It's <laughs> it's very resourceful, I guess.
2: Yeah, I, do I do guess. Gotta be when you're Joel Schumacher and you don't know how to make movies. Hey, <laughs> hey, falling <laughs> down is a good movie. He directed that. What movie? Falling Down. It's about a guy
1: who just gets stuck in traffic and he just gets pissed with everything. Like, hey, breakfast gets stuck. They stop selling breakfast at 11 a.m. And he pe- oh, he's on the verge of shooting up the place. It was the 90s. It was a different time.
3: <laughs> Flatliners okay. was okay in like a cheesy sort of way. The original one.
0: Yeah. And uh, he also did The Incredible Shrinking Woman. Everybody remember Remember Um, the incredible shrinking I remember the 50-foot
1: woman, but not the shrinking one, no. (laughs) One video that I was interested in, because I was watching your videos yesterday, and I saw you were talking about this one laser thing that can't be sold anywhere.
0: (laughs) Uh, The laser cube. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... This is weird. Uh, I accepted this product for review because I'm a big fan of vector-based graphics on like old Atari arcade games and stuff like that. And I guess if you don't know what those are, really sharp lines, very bright screen, vector graphics look amazing when done right, and it's just something that is kind of aged. Uh, Even if you are to play or emulate vector games on like a modern computer or or anything, really, it still doesn't look as good as it used to look on a vector monitor. It's just this entirely different tech. Um, This little laser cube has the ability to basically shoot lasers at a wall and make vector games look really, really good and you don't need a tv you don't need anything else you just need to get a cell phone get a controller you can just play games with this thing because it had games built in the program that it came with
1: yeah and this thing can freaking blind you and they're legally not allowed to sell it in america at all
0: yeah that's, like, that's, that's true for? i don't know i really don't know it has the ability uh when i was watching the footage when uh, the company originally reached, uh, reached out to me they showed me this little thing where somebody had like a set of uh, sunglasses and they put the sunglasses uh, on a table. They put the box in front of it and they engraved a logo onto the side of the glasses using the laser from this thing. And I was just like, why Jesus. is it doing that? Yeah, this thing can like burn through things if you wanted yeah. to. You can pop I mean, balloons. You can light things on fire. It's pretty crazy. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Like my only, I, I guess it's for like, I don't know, mall kiosks, like, uh, you know, like you go up to the mall and line up to play with one of these things that are for, I guess, for public use, not so much private. Cause this, <laughs> this ain't no home console.
0: No, no, it's not for some reason. Well, it's because I only wanted to look at it for gaming. I get reached out by a lot of companies to products and, and, and I, I turned down a lot. I didn't realize the, the dangerousness of this thing, but. To be fair, uh, I, as I played it, it, it can't project as many objects on the screen or on, on the wall at once. Yeah. So it ends up being this thing where it doesn't look as good as it possibly could. It's still really neat, but if you're interested in any of those games, there are better looking, better versions of those games on a bunch of different things. This is just the one way to play them in, in the craziest yeah. way possible.
1: Yeah, it's just excessive. Hmm. But it's, be- I mean, you yeah. have, just bootleg tetris and pac-man on there and you said there were like how many games on there
0: i forget exactly how many there were They, they keep expanding it like there's updates to it where they keep adding games as well because just fan communities are running it and stuff like that it's
1: so odd it's like who is again who is this for if you can't sell it
0: it's weird uh it's it's crazy expensive i don't think many people out there would i mean people need to know how to treat that stuff responsibly so that's its own issue you couldn't sell it to kids you couldn't sell it to many adults <laughs> you can't sell it in certain regions of the world it's just it's a really bizarre thing uh i i think that if they made a safer variant of it that was a little bit easier that that might be okay but as soon as you get into lasers right you start getting into uh kind of like a world where people are probably not that okay with it yeah it was a, it was, a, I'm sure it was a good idea at the time. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted to play like laser asteroids on your wall at home, I mean, you can do that. Yeah. I, like I'm saying at my wall, if I, if I'm not correctly conveying how powerful this thing is, I can put this cube outside of a building, aim it at another building and use that entire building as the screen. And you shouldn't, you do that because if someone happens to look out the window and the laser hits them in the eye oh, god yeah and that's why it's a danger
1: such a i don't even know who this yeah it's just a mystery why this is made you got to you got to contact those guys that made it just to say what the fuck is this for who is this for
0: i really don't know but they sell a lot of things they sell uh handheld lasers that you can just light things on fire with and stuff. are they yeah.
3: just like waiting for Are they like, like supervillain weapon distributors and this is just their cover, but they're like really bad at hiding it?
0: I mean, look, if you're looking to become a supervillain and you need lasers for those sharks, this is the best way to do it. Like it's, it's, it's close enough. I guess so. yeah. Yeah. That'd be good to blind someone with. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Rerez, I wanted to ask you, like, what exactly did you do before you started making YouTube videos? because you apparently worked uh, on screenwave media
0: yes well i i worked at a screenwave before or uh at like about the time i started uh youtube but um yeah i've 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 worked on uh, like a bunch of different channels helping people with uh, a variety of things usually like boring stuff like seo so search engine optimization or uh the suggestions on thumbnail designs for youtube uh I when I started my channel, do you remember remember on YouTube when the background would be something you designed in in yeah. like your page? So okay. I joined YouTube that exact month, like when all that was was being done and then about 2 months later they changed it all. And so all those cool designs I created were gone. And I was like, "Ah, oh, Oh, cool. Yeah, that sucks. Like you could have custom designs, like for the for
1: your YouTube profile and everything. Like it filled up the entire page, but now it's just a little tiny banner at top.
0: Yeah, yeah. I used to. I, I had like a channel before I started re res, but it wasn't like anything big, and I never really customized it because I didn't want to. And when I actually wanted to start doing re res, it changed everything. And yeah, the. I I basically, uh, I, I was really lost on YouTube and I didn't know what to do. So I was making all these videos and eventually I met, uh, some people at, uh, at a convention. It was, uh, Con Bravo in Hamilton, Ontario. And those people eventually started Screenwave Media and, or they had started Screenwave Media already, but not everybody had joined. So I joined them as like a creator and then I I, I got the weirdest certificate ever. It's called a YouTube certification. So it's like a paper they give you, uh, when YouTube trains you on how to use YouTube mm-hmm. and, I, and I got that and you can't really do much with it, but I got it and I was able to basically uh, teach things to other creators on methods and things to, to make their channels more successful.
2: What did, what did you don't learn? worry madam
0: I'm, I'm certified. Yeah, that's it. <laughs>
2: teach me your secrets what did you learn
3: you're like you're like you're like looking at your youtube on like a phone in like a park or something and someone's like buddy you got a license for that
1: yeah i can teach you i can show you things you, you never heard of for youtube it
0: was it was weird the the things i learned uh they drastically changed from one year to the next oh man so everything you would learn in one year Things would change so much that the way that YouTube would evolve, you you kind of couldn't follow through with it. Uh, if you designed an entire show off one idea of like having one show format that everyone would be watching all the time, and then that audience disappeared, there was no way to kind of shift it. And 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 there was ideas like that where uh, let's say you made a show about um, I don't know. Uh, squishing objects with a, a metallic press. Oh, yeah. Okay. If that was your show and you were making that show and you kept making episodes of that show, eventually the audience is probably going to get bored of seeing things squished because there's only so many things that can be squished or, or maybe a hot nickel ball thrown on or maybe shot in slow motion or whatever.
3: That sounds you like ha- a quitter's attitude to me.
0: <laughs> there's probably a lot more things that you can keep on doing. <laughs> but the way YouTube was was explaining things was that, at, at one point or another, anything you put out there that you could build an audience, you could keep gra- uh, grabbing onto and expanding. But I, I believe that there was like a different method to making YouTube videos that wasn't really being taught. And I used some of the things that they, they, they kind of uh, gave examples of, like making tons of content at a certain time and doing it again and again and again, like not even caring what the content is. And I thought more of like an evergreen approach being more of a success where you make videos that, uh, pen, much like your stuff. Uh, it's, it's a video that in a couple of months you can go back to and watch that video and it's still good.
1: Yeah. I try to right? make things that are timeless, hopefully.
0: Yes. And I think they are. Uh, the first video I saw yours was a couple years older and it was something that kind of worked. It's, it's like, Hey, this is a video about something that's a little bit older that, that that still is relevant. Cause you didn't make something like, it would be weird if you were to do a video on Rugrats like today. And then you're to be like, Oh yeah, Rugrats. Uh, let's do a reference to a current political thing, a oh, reference no. to a current world history thing, you know, and like do that. And then suddenly it's the videos out of date in like a minute.
1: You, you know what I hate is whenever anyone makes a video on, let's say, um, I don't know when they, where they just say the new star Wars movie, blink, blank number four seven or whatever is out and and, so i'm gonna make this video and it's like great it reminded me of the time this video released and that just reminds me that i'm getting old and slowly dying
0: (laughs) so that uh what i learned from youtube was okay if i make a review video on a product don't mention the price of the project of the product whatever it is So, um, if it was a console, I wouldn't talk about, uh, the the price because the price is going to change drastically, uh, from sales to eventually the end of life of the product. Uh, there's going to be issues where somebody that lives in the States is going to be using us dollar currency. Someone that lives in the UK is going to use the pound. Someone that uh, lives somewhere else in Europe will use the Euro. It always changes. So Mm -hmm. all they care about is what you said about the product. So, that's how I kind of did videos for a little while, and I would take that same methodology and and shift it out to other people. If I'm going to be making videos uh, and I know where my audience is going to be the most of, I'm going to speak like that audience, talk like that audience, and understand what that audience actually wants, and try and curve things in that way. Those are the things I learned from youtube uh, in 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 tons of different ways. What I learned directly from their coursework and stuff was 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 helpful. but if you don't know how to make something worth a damn that people want to watch, it doesn't matter how well you're taught, you're not going to be able to do something that is going to matter. You're going to have to be your t- your toughest critic and like look at the episode you just did that you might think is amazing and then think it's crap and do something better the next day. I think every creator is like that. You You make stuff and then you want to keep doing better and better and that's kind of how create Creating goes, you try to outdo yourself in the next project compared to the last.
1: Wow, it looks like things are really heating up around here. The Sarah Silverman program will be back after these messages. The Sarah Silverman program may not be suitable for sensitive viewers. If you are such a viewer, now might be the time to go make yourself a nice BM. I mean, sometimes I do watch videos that are a couple of months old where I I mostly forget what I even said. And uh, it does... Show me, like, a I don't know, it does give me a new perspective where or, or I'm basically going in blind to my own video <laughs> so I can point out the flaws better, I guess.
0: Oh, yeah, it's, it's so easy to look at flaws. I'm like, I, I got projects that I've done. Uh, I, I didn't know how to talk in the early re res episodes. And if you go back and watch the original ones, it's like watching someone talk that just learned English. Hmm. It, it's it's sad. Like I'm I'm very stilted. I w- I would talk like um. It's like nowadays it'd be more like Batman and Robin was the worst game ever, and then now it's like or back then it was Batman and Robin was the worst game ever. Oh like, man, I would, talk- I would do that. I would just
1: like <laughs> talk like that. But it was mostly because I was afraid my microphone was so shitty that it would. It wouldn't like sound too clear, so I had to enunciate a lot more. It was yeah sure. that time.
2: There's a lot of uh, video essays and like game reviewers that overly enunciate and try hard to like make really good prose instead of anything that's like interesting or unique. And I'm uh, just like, God that drives
3: me up the frickin' wall.
2: One of my least favorite tropes is when somebody will say something that's like very obvious but act like it's a huge revelation like they have some like lo-fi music playing in the background and it stops and then it goes Mario is a platformer and it's just <laughs> like whoa <laughs> damn god what a brilliant observation i'm tired of i'm tired of the
1: lo-fi hip hop style to videos we got to incorporate uh no, get rid of the vhs aesthetic and bring in the dvd aesthetic you know like
2: four by three like two port four, four adp Yeah, uh, like... starts off with your feature presentation will begin in a moment <laughs> hell yeah that's the stuff i'm talking about dvd
3: extras
2: you, <laughs>
3: you gotta you let you do that you could put in like video extras
2: this each... is rebel taxi's fast play click here to press the button skip <laughs>
3: there's there's like there's like a shitty game that like barely responds to your remote where you're just driving around a taxi
1: please yes for each (laughs) game no for each uh, chapter essentially of the video like when you switch topics like it shows a menu selecting a thing and then you click on it and then it freezes and it goes low res for a brief second the music stops and then the music continues and then it goes into the topic you know what i mean that aesthetic
3: Mm-hmm.
1: where it's loading up <laughs> just make it the worst unpleasant thing you could possibly be
3: but like a whirring disc sound in the background of all of your videos
1: yeah make it sound like a dreamcast trying to run a damn disc
3: and like, oh and like make it louder in between chapters as your dv tries to load it
1: oh god make it insufferable as possible please
0: do <laughs> I, I got a skipped broken sector on the disc and then 30 minutes into the video it just locks up and it stays there Oh man. <laughs> no, it's, it's like a scratched over... disc. Yeah, skipping over damaged <laughs> content. <laughs>
2: oh, I uh, I got a CPAP cleaner recently and it sounds like a fucking banshee when it's cleaning. I remember the pain of early DVDs
1: that were just scratched. I don't know, we I remember we rented from Blockbuster trying to watch Shrek and it was just I it was just not good. It was just pain. Simpler times.
0: I I i i think there's uh there's still a vhs rental store near me and i don't know why they exist but like they're there and i have to assume someone's using them somebody cares
3: i know there's one in austin but that's just like the that's their whole thing is that whoa we have all of the dang movies they're called iheart video and you know what they do have all of the dang movies
1: whoa sweet I mean, how long are they gonna survive? Because uh people are still impressed whenever I use the uh th- that intro I do with the blockbuster. And people are thinking like, whoa, blockbuster's still around, and it's like, buddy, those were recorded two years ago.
3: <laughs>
1: Why would you do that to them? Yeah. They have to suffer like I suffered.
3: Listen, you have to you have to dream it to believe it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Blockbuster is alive in our hearts, at least. That, that counts for something.
0: Uh, you know, I remember a lot of people hated Blockbuster for the longest time, and I think that's why everyone was so excited to get rid of Blockbuster once they were finally, like, kind of near the end of everything.
2: I don't remember hating it. I think they just got increasingly desperate and did things people didn't like. But go to, like, Hollywood video and Blockbuster <sighs> was, like so fucking rad. It was just kind of emblematic of like going home on the weekend and like getting your friends over to watch a movie or something. It was awesome.
3: It was pretty slick. Man, my my Hollywood video was like connected to a used game store. Like like they had this little archway you could go under and it's next door. That that was that would be like the best fucking night. We'd get a game, we'd rent like like fucking some sort of VeggieTales movie.
2: I don't know. Why the details?
1: I've been wondering, like, uh, in a couple of years when GameStop is fucking dead, are, are kids going to be like, man, remember going going to GameStop? Good times.
3: Probably, yeah.
1: Yeah. they They won't know all the bullshit that they did. Same with Blockbuster and how they pulled a bunch of BS...
3: I mean, that's just how it'd be. If it's in the past, someone's going to miss it, no matter how yeah. crap it it actually was,
0: yeah, oh yeah. There, I, I look I, i've I've been around for media for a little bit, and I've gone back to like try old forms of like media that we had in the past, records, whatever. And honestly, there's always going to be someone there that's nostalgic for things that that even if they weren't the best, and even though something far superior has, has come into play for it, there's going to be someone there that loves that old thing. Uh, a friend of mine picked up a Super 8 version of, uh, uh, I think it's uh, the first Alien movie, just Alien, and it's really short. Like, it's stupidly short. I think it's like 15 or 20 minutes, mm-hmm. and it's just a cut-down version, and you can barely see anything. But that version, a lot of people think of that as like the best version of the movie because it was the only one they had access to.
3: Damn. How could they? That's kind of I kind of want to see that, like how they could try to communicate the story in like that little amount of time.
1: Maybe it's for short attention spans. You know, maybe you got to convert an entire film into a vine.
0: <laughs> yeah, Jeez, sure vine. That. There's something that that, that that's old.
1: Like, not everyone has the time to watch the Godfather trilogy. Like, turn that into a vine. I can, I'll can, i watch that.
3: <laughs>
0: can you do that? Well, not anymore, but could you do that?
1: I'm sure you could if you tried, you know. What's the director's name? He,
0: he's Oh, name. Francis Ford Coppola?
1: Yeah, I'm sure he. he that's what he, his original intent was. I'm sure he was like, I want to make this movie shorter, but, you know, the theaters are, like, forcing me to make it three hours long.
0: So, you know. I'm sure. sure that
3: that is exactly word for word what he said.
0: Yeah. He here's, the, here's the only stupid piece of knowledge I know about that movie. From what I remember, Francis Ford Coppola made a way too long version of Godfather. And the producers were like, what is wrong with you? Cut this film down. It's already way too long. <laughs> and so if anything, he probably would have gone for longer. Oh, man. I just imagined. I, I just like the idea of someone telling them what's wrong
1: with
3: you. I mean, that's I usually how it goes. Anyone who's ever done any writing knows that, like, you always, you always put in way too much fucking crap every yeah. single draft.
1: You gotta, you gotta, you gotta cut the fat out of that. You know, you gotta be condensed.
3: Like one of the number yeah. one things that I feel like more people should be learning is that cut shit, cut shit out. You don't need all of this stuff.
1: Yeah, we don't need to watch a three-hour movie, Michael Bay.
3: Yeah, Michael Bay.
1: Yeah, specifically. Fuck him. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who needs establishing shots? Just cut to the next next scene where the characters are talking. Don't 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 establish where they are. We don't need to who know needs, that.
3: You know what? Who even needs? Who even we? Who even needs scenes for characters talk to each other? Wouldn't it be easy if we just if we just played the information in like text yeah. on the screen like really fast, like two thirds yeah. of it.
1: We, we can just go to a theater, like watch a Star Wars styled crawl of the entire film, telling us exactly what happened. You know, it's like a text. To sp- it's like a text adventure from like the eighties or whatever. For Get movies. like a
3: text to speech voice. Bam. That's that's yeah. movies, baby. Yeah.
2: That's
1: what that's all you need in life. You know, Michael Bay.
0: Sort of- uh, Mike, Michael Bay is the kind of guy that, you know, when he was a kid, he would strap firecrackers to GI Joe dolls and just blow them up and film them and scream at them. And I, I feel like, that's the concept of how his movie production skills evolved and it's still there.
1: Yeah. He's still got it after all (laughs) these years.
0: Hasn't dropped a beat. He's still lighting Uh, things on fire. Most directors
1: lose their touch, but Michael Bay never changes. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's still living the dream. (laughs) Yeah. If only people gave a chance to his uh, turtles movie, he would have been more successful.
3: Didn't he just produce that, though? He didn't, yeah. like, direct it?
1: He produced it, but, yeah, he had no real involvement. In it. Well, not, not that much. He, he didn't direct it or anything, yeah. Yeah. By the way, um, I don't know if you guys want to get into questions, but I did ask the Twitter. <laughs> I was meaning to ask, like, Red, do I mention that you, you used your, your original name, or I don't, I don't even know, so I'm sorry I didn't mention you in this thing.
3: No, that's all right. I'm kind of yeah. just here.
1: So if you guys want to select any questions.
3: Yeah, yep. sure.
2: Let me go take a look. <clears throat>
3: Let me take a fucking lookie. Nobody has the movie I want.
0: Hey, if it's on video, Blockbuster probably has it. I mean, we have over 10,000 videos. Blockbuster Video. Oh! For a
3: muse Do I fire. feel like renting a Shakespeare, Shakespeare movie? Or a fiction? funky 70s film? What kind of jive you talking,
2: brother?
1: Answer to me. Or what about a disaster movie?
2: There are all kinds of movies to choose from. With all new categories and a personal guide, it's easy to find the right one. Only at Hollywood Video. What's the scariest animated film you've ever seen by Mike? Well, art uh, scary. Uh, there are some that like unnerved me like that movie. Feel a day is kind of fucked up. What's it's that animated? Huh? What's that? It's uh, like an animated movie about cats, and it's very, very grotesque and adult. Mm hmm. It's very it's a very brutal movie Trying
1: and it, think- it,
2: it, it's very unsettling. Hmm, trying to think what anime movies actually kind of gross me out. Yeah, I'd say it doesn't have to be scary, but like unsettling or uncomfortable because there's lots of stuff. There's too much gore in some anime
1: or something where it's like, whoa, that's that's disgusting. Like, I don't know if it's like they're gouging their eyes out. I don't want to look at that. That's gross. Yikes. Bro. Well, you know, someone
3: wants to, though.
1: Yeah, I, I, you know what I can't stand looking at is that one scene in Hotel Transylvania in the first movie when um uh Dennis is trying to get like a No wait, what's the guy's name? Dennis, right?
3: I think um, it is Dennis, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's trying to get like a contact out of his eye and it's like, oh, he's just touching it. It's like gross. That's that's the tr- that's true horror, you know.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: I Felix the cat the movie. I used to have that and I'd watch it over and over again um because I had nothing else. So that was never good and it gives me nightmares to this day oh
3: (laughs) oh and it wasn't even good oh
0: man there's this part it's either the ending or the beginning it's been a long scene where there's a cg felix the cat head just like looking all over the screen and that
3: i think that's at the beginning
0: yeah there you go it's like 64 intro yeah but wrong and something about it scared me. I don't know what it was. It was a very specific thing. Like I, I, there wasn't, I, I, I would watch, you know, Disney animations and stuff like that, like everyone else. But there was like a lot of TV shows I was watching at the time that were just kind of like at weird times of night, they would air them and it would be really bizarre and strange looking. Uh, there's this one little thing. And this is going to be, I don't know if you guys are going to be able to understand this. It's called Mind's eye. And what they are are strange 3D animations that used to air on a TV uh, channel called YTV.
1: Yeah. Are those those, they're those weird like uh, 90s CG animations that I don't know were just made to test out CG, I guess? Like, yes. I think it was like Electric Sheep Dreams or something.
0: Yeah. 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 Something like that. And I used yeah. to watch those all the time because they, they basically play them after every episode of a TV show. That see all these really bizarre things again and again and again and it was really strange
1: god yeah those i don't know why there was i mean there were so many of those vhs tapes like you can go on ebay and find plenty of those and i guess that was just people like tooling around with cg and seeing what it can do yeah yeah i mean look if you were in the 90s you'd think this
0: was the coolest shit ever you would yeah I, i mean there was there was like uh, there, there was a okay, one very specific thing. Uh, Freaky Stories, that was an animated show I saw. It, like I think the beginning portions of Freaky Stories was like puppetry. Uh, have you guys ever heard of that before? Hmm, so hang on, let me look it up. What was it called again? Freaky, Freaky Stories. stories. Freaky so, very specifically, in this thing, I, I it's been so long since I oh. saw it they'd air this one episode. It was like the pilot again and again and again. And there was this one story in it where this character, like it's a a multi-part story. They were, they would tell you three freaky stories in episode or two. And one of them was about this girl that got this really nice hairdo and she didn't want to change or wash her hair. So she just kept spraying it with hairspray and she kept spraying it with hairspray again and again and again. And eventually she starts to get a really bad headache and her headache is like getting worse and worse and worse and eventually what happens is her hair do splits open and spiders pour out.
3: Oh, that, my God.
0: That definitely was something that stuck with me a lot. What Jesus. Damn.
1: That's wild. Yeah, I'm looking at this and I see it has like, what, stop motion or puppets of these bugs?
0: What are these things? So... It was, there was, yeah, there, there was like, there was this, there was a TV series of it that went on for a while. But specifically, there was this pilot that they had that they just kept airing the pilot again and again. And whatever that pilot was, had that weird thing in it. Oh, man. I guess these are like the hosts or what? Yeah, so it's a maggot and a cockroach are the are the hosts, I think. Yeah, it
1: does remind me of, uh, I think I used to watch the... uh. Crypt Keeper cartoon for kids back when he had like a fucking game show and all these other TV show things. Do you, anyone remember this? stuff? Yes, I do. I remember that very well. Yeah. All I remember is this one guy, I don't know, this one kid drew something. It came to life and the drawing was angry that he, he, he stopped drawing them and the kid had a promise that he would draw him every day. And as a kid, I was like, Oh, I draw every day. I can do that. But today I'm like, oh, I can't do that. I'd fucking die if that thing came after me and I didn't live up to my promise. Whoops. Sorry, man. It's gonna kill me.
0: God. <laughs> There's a, There used to be a TV show I used to watch a lot called um, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Oh, yeah. Okay, so, so Are You Afraid of the Dark? The kid that ran the thing, he would always sit at the front. and Not all the time, but sometimes he'd throw the... I'm going to assume it was gunpowder on the flame and then the flame would like get bigger. Uh, That kid's the weatherman now. So I see him on TV. I, you know what? Okay. Let let me be fair. I don't really look at the weather channel that much anymore, but like when I did, he was, he was on the weather channel and that was like a weird thing.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. Did did you, we got to ask like, what was the thing they use in the, and are you afraid of the dark? What was that powder? Sort of uh, illegal narcotic that these kids got hold of during a party.
0: It was probably just Pop Rocks.
1: Nah, it's something worse. (laughs) Something
0: something horrible, I know it. You can think of something worse than Pop Rocks? I mean, those pop in your mouth, and they never stop.
2: The Powerpuff Girls once had this cereal that was like Pop Rocks. I remember I had some. I was like, I hate this. Yeah, don't drink soda with that. That'll kill you, allegedly. I'll do it. No,
1: no, that's how uh, I recall there was an episode of Megas XLR where Coop was about to do it and he stopped himself from doing it. But later in the episode, he saved the day by throwing pop rocks and soda into the mouth of a giant planet sized creature and it ended up working. So you never know.
0: I think I remember that. Yeah, it was a good show. Rest in
2: peace. It was
3: a good show.
2: Yeah. Uh... Rerez, do you want to pick
0: a question sure let me take a look i saw a couple there that seemed interesting uh who is Re-res? i don't know interesting interesting <laughs> sounds like a very
2: interesting guy
0: uh someone asked me if i played project diva and i have and i'm not good
2: project diva hang on
0: neither am i niku games yeah it, oh yeah it's yeah that's right that's exactly what it is
1: Diva. Ah.
0: I'm not really good with beat sequencing games. The only beat sequencing game that I'm even remotely good at is maybe Guitar Hero, maybe, and even then not really. But Beat Saber. My rhythm
1: game of choice besides Parappa the Rapper is uh Elite Beat Agents, of course.
0: Actually that's a pretty good one. Yeah.
1: Shame we never got a sequel.
0: Well, now that we have the Switch and the Switch is a touchscreen, you know, things oh, could happen. Yeah.
1: Although, yeah, I keep forgetting the Switch has a touch screen, but that means it'll be impo- well, It'll be very difficult for anybody to get to record footage. Sadly,
2: yeah, yeah. Because
1: I want to, I want to get a three DS, but I want to get ones that have like that modded thing where you can attach to a an HDMI device and record or whatever. Uh, I don't think you might, but yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, uh, I talked to Derek about that. Apparently, there was this one person that, like, would make those, and uh, she went out of business because she got, oh, like, my. shut down.
1: Oh, man. So yeah, they're rare. Damn it.
3: I wanted one, too.
1: Yeah, that'd be convenient. And what is it? Uh, it's just just to have the uh, 3DS output to a recording device. I think also works on TVs nintendo you bastards yeah help spread the word you know nintendo
0: is as 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 hard as this is going to be to to even suggest anyone even find one for the nintendo ds there's an official video out uh piece of hardware and it's called nitro ds Uh it's a big blue box and it hooks up to a specific ds and that can output video straight to a tv and that thing is really expensive and hard to come by and some reviewing television stations, uh, magazines, and websites actually had them on hand. And some of them got through, got thrown out, uh, but a lot of people actually took them and just sold them and just brought them all over the place.
1: Hmm. Damn. Yeah. I mean, these reviewers are getting, have some way of getting uh, footage like this.
0: Yeah. Well, in the old days, if they were playing a video game, they would literally pictures of their tv screen like that yeah. that was it
1: that, those were dark times like i could still find like atari advertisements that were literally just like photographs of the screen <laughs> what savages it was the
0: seen. only way they could do it there was no other way it was fun. it was amazing cuz like what would you do you would take a digital picture to put where you you couldn't put it on like a prog or program for editing or anything got
1: a Bust out your, pole, you gotta get bust out your uh, disposable camera and take it to to the supermarket, or I was gonna say H-E-B, but none of y'all know what H-E-B is, so.
3: I know what H-E-B mm. is, I live in Texas.
1: Oh, yeah. Only, only red. Yeah. <laughs>
2: else? Just us. Get along, little doggie, go to H-B oh, in Texas. Go doggie.
0: The only things I can tell you about Texas that I know are Bluebell ice cream and Whataburger. Yeah, good stuff. I need some nuggets and I wonder if Whataburger's
1: (laughs) drive-thru is open, hopefully.
3: I don't know. It it should be. Go for some nuggies.
2: Yeah, we can all go for some nuggies maybe someday we can all have nuggies together yeah
3: someday in
2: this post-apocalypse <laughs> if only momocon didn't delay itself Sad. lying
3: lying awake in the cot of my bunker and i'm like hey nolan do you remember nuggies
1: yeah did did momocon specify why they delayed because of the fucking virus oh, what yeah. did you think oh yeah i forgot about that yeah <laughs> I forgot that I
3: was going on there. Why? What made you think it was the apocalypse then?
1: Yeah. Uh it's a <laughs> pl- plot hole.
2: I don't know. We have oh, to get fuck. Doug Walker to come fix the plot hole now. Oh, oh no,
3: fuck. no, and Now there's a there's hey. a spacetime
2: Re didn't you work on that on a
1: Channel Awesome or something?
0: Yes, I did. I'm so. one of the members of well, former members of Channel Awesome for a while there. How'd that go? Yeah, how'd that go? I, you know, it's it's really weird. Um, I didn't get to talk to too many people while I was there. I, they, I, I've I've met um a bunch of other creators and stuff like that. Uh, Linkara, Todd in the Shadows. Uh, I've met Doug Walker three times. Um but each time he forgot who I was because we're at <laughs> conventions. It's, it's unfortunate. This is not by the way, this is not a commentary on Doug at all. He he was very nice whenever I met him. Um, he, cause when, when he doesn't remember who you are, he treats you like an, an amazing person. Every time you see, it was like, hi, how are you? And it's like, cool. Uh, But every time we met, um, we're at a convention. There's a million people around us, so you're on convention mode. You're you're just being polite and saying hi to everybody you can you can see, right? And uh, it's it's stuff like that would happen at at Channel Awesome. When I was producing videos for the website, it was just it was a lot of just hectic nature of trying to get videos out there. There There's a lot of producers at the time pumping out content, and they're just. There wasn't like kind of an easy way to get things done in an effective way. It was just really, uh, really crazy. And obviously, when you go to Channel Awesome, you're going to watch the main show, right? It's not like you're coming to watch rez, so you, you wouldn't get the same amount of traffic that other people would get. Or, or possibly you'd go to see Spoonie or, or Linkara or, or anyone else that had a bigger show, you know? I when we mm-hmm. can watch Spoony videos, good times. I, I still watch his content. I go back and watch those episodes all the time.
1: I do too sometimes, but it's like, damn, he gave up on the dream.:
2: I don't think he has a dream now. No they, they
1: took away his dreams. He, when he goes to sleep, it's just blackness. He's a Jesus there. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> they absorbed his ability to dream.
0: i, I, I the thing is with with what the the videos he was producing, um, I'm I, I I see content that's so amazing the, the 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 amount of detail and time he would put into uh, the Ultima series. By the way, the Ultima series videos I will go back and I will watch every so often. Um, I have a deep appreciation for old Origin and Electronic Arts games from way back when. So watching the way he talks about them with that knowledge, it's like very few people can do that and i can only imagine having done very like minuscule games that take a modicum of time the amount of effort and and energy that pulls from you to do that just that one game i can't imagine what it's like to do an entire series of i i i would have met like honestly if i were him after having produced all that i would have taken a year or two break and come back but you know, it, YouTube keeps changing and modifying so much that I, I I, every every creator's background, every creator's like feel is so different from one another.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like the fact that, it, that he had to complete all these games, I mean, like what you said with like uh, Batman and Robin, how you had to actually you spent like what a week on that game?
0: Uh, a week and a half, I think. I played every single day. I would get in, okay. I'd wake up, eat breakfast, play the game, and I would just keep playing it. And the game would have an issue or something, so I'd have to go back and replay it. It's, 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 it's super taxing. It, you know, it, it's not physically uh, demanding. I'm sitting there playing a video game, but you have to take notes. You have to record all the footage. You have to go through all the footage after you've played it Look for everything, and if there's ever a problem, um and i I know very much like myself, and I know he would have been doing this, or anyone would have been doing this that that like is really good at reviewing games and stuff. you would you would not want to watch anyone else's content. You would not want to go to a Wikipedia page. like you, you ever watch those those videos on YouTube where it's just someone reading the wiki page, and that's it. That's the video. and. It's not, it, like, it doesn't have a personality to it. You can tell that the person is missing, it's an informative video, it has its own place, but it's missing that personal aspect. The only way you get that is to really dive into the media and, and, and get there, and it can burn you after a while. Um, reviewing movies and TV shows and animations and stuff can take a lot of time. And and I, I have no doubt, like, Pam, when you look at something, you, you definitely go back and Watch a scene to kind of analyze it and figure it out, right? And same thing with a game. And though those aspects, that's that's what takes a lot of time. It's not just the oh, I've watched it once, I'm done. It's the okay, I have to go back, and now I have to analyze this scene. Why is this character wearing this clothing? Why are they talking like that? Why are they choosing these words? And it just builds and builds.
1: Yeah, one thing. Uh, if you remember my uh, original Xbox video for part two uh i played some game called sneakers and normally i want to beat the the game all the way through just to see how terrible it gets but with sneakers on xbox it, it is so fucking boring and monotonous i was like you know what i am done i can't play more than an hour of this this is enough it is bad and i can't believe microsoft would put their name on this game like they like they published this they allowed this to happen
3: yeah, they, they would never put their name on a bad game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't imagine fucking sneakers of all things. Okay, well, well, sneakers. The beautiful thing about sneakers, by the way, amazing fur work on the mice, because like yeah. that is, for its time, really crazy. Sneakers was produced or developed by a company that had produced other games that were very big, like Wild Arms. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they're going to be like, yeah, yeah, let's let's give them money. They made Wild Arms. We want Wild Arms on Xbox. So they were given a bunch of money and and they made one Xbox game and that was Sneakers. Can you imagine Microsoft? They're like, "We're going to get an exclusive game from the creators of Wild Arms" and they're given the game with mice running away from rats? Yeah. I would have lost my mind. I would have been upset. Yeah. Uh, but you know, they, they made sneakers and they went right back to making Wild Arms games for Sony. And then that was, <laughs> <it's like> they <laughs> took the money and ran.
1: That's yeah. You know what I, I, now I wish I included that aspect into it. Yeah. Cause I didn't notice it was their only game on Xbox.
0: It's, it's weird stuff like that, that I love about the game industry that I, I think people tend to miss out because for for me, it's not just the games, it's the creators behind the games. And, And and like the development history of it and like where did it all come from and the way that game designers are connected to one another and the way that they make their games. There's this huge world that is just growing constantly and and like animations we can go back to the beginning of animation see where it started see the original animators of original projects like. Uh, if you were to take a look at the guys that did the original, uh, uh Superman animations, uh, the Fletcher films and stuff like mm-hmm. that, right. You can go back and see those creators, but for video games, you can almost still talk to the original creators of those games. Cause they're still here. The people that invented the medium are still alive and we can still talk to them. And there's, there's all these stories that you can get. Uh, there's this amazing book by, uh, uh that i've I've listened to audio an audiobook version of and it's like there's a print version as well which you can read if you can read hmm. uh it's called console wars and it oh, is yeah. one of the coolest books it's so good and hearing about all these companies and how they like started up and like sega and nintendo fighting each other back in the 90s it's it's like and it's like no other story i've ever heard it's just crazy
3: yeah
1: i i, I listened to that audiobook and i think the most fascinating one- Crap! Was it? Never mind. Go on. Sorry. No, it was the
3: most fascinating crap. Look, I I was trying to think.
1: Like, wait, was I don't know? I was trying to remember some story from that thing, and then just blipped out.
0: Well, one of the stories that's that's mentioned in the book is that uh, the 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 actual 3D processing chip that they used on the Nintendo 64 was, according to the book, initially funded and started by Sega. And then Sega of America's CEO was being screwed over by Sega of Japan. So he decided to just call up, uh, I think it was Howard Lincoln from Nintendo of America and go, you should make your next system based off this chip and gave it to them. And that's how the N64 was made. Mm, yeah. Damn, that's some backstabbing. Oh, yeah. And there like stories in gaming exist. For, like there's just so many little minor details for games that get developed. And that's the kind of stuff that I like with uh, with our series that we're doing on Just Bad is we find out that some of the bad games that get developed are made by really good developers that have a great history, but there's also this weird connection where they've made one thing and made something else. The, the two Batman games that we played back-to-back, uh, Batman Dark Tomorrow, which never play, or Batman and Robin, which, again, never play, there's can't two tell
3: me what to do.
0: You know what? Go play it. Go play it and 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 it, what you're gonna do is you're gonna wanna take a stopwatch, put it down on the table, start it, or your phone, whatever, and see how long until you actually start breaking the system with your hands and ripping it apart to just stop the images on the screen. Tell me how long it takes, cause you will not be able to do it. It is it is relentless. Unless you're being paid to do it, you don't want to play these games. They're so bad. No.
1: But Going back to like when X, uh, Xbox would just buy rent or uh, commission studios to make games for them, like these great studios, I just think back to how much Blue Dragon failed because nobody in Japan cares about Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a, that oh is a massive God, I problem.
3: I really forgot about Blue Dragon. That existed, yeah. didn't it?
1: I remember watching the show like two times on Toonami and it never aired again. I'm sure they play like one season and that's it.
0: Well, you know, I think there's like this, uh, I have a personal belief on this when it comes to the Xbox and its failures in Japan. I, I think people like to assume that like Japanese, um, like, uh, uh, gamers don't want non-Japanese consoles, but I actually don't think that's true. I mean, the iPhone's a success over there. Uh, Apple products are, they use Windows, you know, like there are things that are American made that they enjoy in Japan. I think the difference is that Microsoft so utterly failed to to know what it was that people in Japan wanted to play, that they simply didn't make enough content that was worth it. And it just fell through the the wayside. So games like Blue Dragon just... Even despite who worked on it and, and, and the amazing art style that's there, it's just no one was there to own the system to actually pick it up.
2: Hmm. Yeah. Nope. And now it's a meme.
0: Oh. Oh, it People, totally is a meme.
2: Yeah. I, I nope. still, one of my favorite moments from any uh, smash direct is when Sakurai is revealing Banjo kazooie goes, pick up an Xbox one and try Banjo Kazooie. And then everybody in the studio laughs out loud. (laughs) Oh, Oh,
3: shit! did that happen?
2: Yes. Yeah, it did. If you go look at the Banjo Kazooie direct, like, yeah, it's in there.
3: Fucking merciless. Jesus.
2: (laughs) Y'all want to do one more question. Okay, sure.
0: sure. Uh, one thing I'll say about the Xbox thing before we get to that, that there was a point when I was watching, uh, stats for how many xboxes were being sold sold in japan and we were like we were doing a video where we were going to talk about how many were sold and we thought we had an error in the sheet we were looking at because it showed like thousands 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 when it got to xbox it was like three and we were like <laughs> well that's not right and then we actually did research and kept going into it and and found like an ndp source and yeah they literally sold three that month total three mm. it's like that's that's how bad it did over there oh
3: where are those three What are they doing now?
0: There's a chance, Red, that three systems were purchased by stores in order to have a demo unit in front for people to see.
3: Oh, that's hilarious.
0: Yeah. Good enough. Or developers were buying them to test out their games. Like, literally, it's three. It could have been anything.
3: I'm sure they were trying, okay?
2: (laughs) They did their best. there's an interesting one right here Fizz versus The World asks, what cartoon are you glad didn't get a plug and play controller console? All of them I actually kind of like the the Sonic one that has the fist I like the design of that thing I don't know that one I I had
3: a plug and play in television that I really enjoyed playing on but that's because I didn't realize that it was an Atari knockoff at the time
2: I have a I have spun I had a SpongeBob one and it was like really really bad. It wasn't even quite Atari, it wasn't quite Nintendo. It was like 6-bit. <laughs> so like 8-bit.
3: I do 6-bit <laughs> when, when you look at on these like knockoff consoles or like this weird shit and you see this like weird pixel art where it's like like 5-bit or like 3-bit and it's like who made this? Where are they?
2: And them? why are, and why are you so bad at your job? It's like the story behind you so behind...
3: bad at your job.
1: What was that game, Hong Kong ninety six, where it's like a weird this weird <laughs> game yet people found the guy who made it and he confessed it was made just to like piss off people that censor stuff?
0: Hong Kong ninety seven, I think is it. 90, is what it yeah, is. 97. Yeah. I like but, it's uh, like the number matters, but yeah, no matter yeah. what it's
1: but here I linked an
0: image of the uh, Sonic plug-and-play, and I just love this design so much. So let me tell you, uh, I've got that. That
3: so does look pretty nice.
0: It is so an it does awful look controller. It like
3: has one big eye, and the fist is coming out of his pupil.
0: <laughs> it's art. <laughs> it's it's uh. So as far as I'm aware, uh, that and I could be wrong. That is the first time some Game Gear games had a home console release. Cause you actually have game gear games in there. Um, I, I turned it on and I was totally surprised. I don't like playing anything with it. It's not good. Like that, that, that joystick is awful. The buttons are smushy. And I kept thinking that the ear was some button, but you just couldn't do anything with it. It's, it's just, <sighs> it, it just doesn't feel right. And, and that's, that's a problem that you have with a lot of these, uh, plug and play systems. Uh, <laughs> Weird that these are even connected. The people that made Batman and Robin, the person that founded that company left the company to go start another game division. That game division ended up working on the uh, Xbox port of Batman Dark Tomorrow. Why I'm bringing any of this up is that the company he founded to make Batman Dark Tomorrow as a, as a port is one of the lead companies that uh, create plug and play consoles. A lot of those games are developed directly by that company. So the people that made Batman Dark Tomorrow likely made the SpongeBob SquarePants uh, plug and play system, likely made the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles plug and play systems and all those things. So they make them quick and fast and they don't think kids would care too much. So that's where they come from. Just a very easy, fast way to produce those things because it costs them very little to make and they get a lot of money from it
1: damn well
0: at least they're not making the tiger electronics because you know those are coming back i've saw i i'm confused that i that it's a thing but i did see that happening
3: i do miss weird gaming peripherals like this though where people who clearly have no idea what's going on try to make something that's like video game adjacent like you got those like scanners where you scan like the barcodes and you get monsters or like classic like that weird console where it's like you, you scan like a card and oh. you, you can play as the character and they had like a Ben 10 tie in or Hyper something scan. yeah that's it uh, Yeah,
2: you made a video on that the fuck is my Wii Vitality sensor <laughs> yeah when's that, that coming out
3: yeah huh Hi. Hi. <laughs> well, Re- Reggie well Reggie, Reggie does GameStop now
1: yeah he, he's the one who told them to open during the coronavirus it's all his fault
0: I cannot Get imagine him. how he's gonna be able to fix that company. I just no. I just can't. He's like an advisor. He doesn't really like work
1: for them or something.
0: Uh, well, they, they i
3: probably just like call him up and ask him for advice every now and again, and yeah. he's just like fucking, I don't know, man, figure it out.
0: Sell yeah. hot dogs or something. I don't know. Like what are you guys gonna do? You're not selling video games, really. Oh. I, it's 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 a strange plan. I I I have I have such a love for for like brick and mortar video game stores but I feel like the time to fix what they are has long since passed like they yeah. don't get it and I, and it's 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 funny because they just they just kept putting a lot of toys in their store and and okay there's toys kids want and then there's the things that kids don't want I went into a GameStop and they were selling a Beauty and the Beast coffee mug. And I don't know what the correlation was between that and the copy of Death Stranding sitting next to it. Like, what was the connection there? Who who at the marketing department was like, you know what? Someone picking this up is going to want that. Like, I, I don't even get it. And then Sorry. the coffee mug was freaking broken.
2: Can't believe the coffee mug was broken. Yeah, I expected better quality from a GameStop coffee mug.
0: You'd hope so.
3: <laughs> Sorry, I just imagine like someone walks in and they're like, Listen, do you have Bambi 2 for the PS2? And they're like, Please. What? No. And they're like, God damn it. And they break and they like punch the shelf and it breaks the coffee mug. <laughs> I,
1: I, I don't think there's a Bambi 2, but part of me feels like if I look it up, there is
2: one 2 PS2 for PS2. Listen, listen to me idiot i'm talking directly into your ear if you do not give me bambi for ps2 there will be heavy consequences
1: (laughs) there seriously
2: is a bambi on ps2
3: yeah it's like it's like it's like it's actually a weird knockoff movie when you put it in there and it also just has like like coloring like ms paint ass coloring books and shit and that's how they that's how they uh justify their themselves
1: okay so it's not an official product then right
3: no it's not it's not it's like uh have you seen that that meme where it's like the little the little dinosaur thing and he goes like yee that <laughs> no oh well <laughs> i someone, know what she's
0: talking about someone so that's else know what i'm
3: talking about but, okay. but that's what it's from they they make like knockoffs of every fucking animated movie of the early 90s and they're all yeah. just Incomprehensible. Yeah,
1: I know what you're talking about. That uh okay? Yeah, I okay. I know. Yeah, I yeah, get it. Yeah,
3: yeah. You 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 get it now.
1: I know what I you're referring to now. But uh, I looked up Bambi 2 on PS2 and just found a video titled "Green M&M Needs a Copy of Bambi for PS2 ASMR Sassy Roleplay" and it's by a drag queen.
2: Yeah,
3: and, that's what Nolan was quoting see. just now.
2: Oh, I, I don't know these things. I'm not. I'm not very knowledgeable in drag queens. Sorry. It's not drag queens, it's just generally a meme. Uh, and I have, like, uh, had a booth where it's like, hey, meet me, pan pizza at a drag show, but anyway, next... What? I'm not making that up, by the way.
3: But you're, wh- you're not,
2: you're not going to extrapolate on that? You're just going to let us? Yeah, do... you just,
3: you're just going to drop it there, let it let it <laughs> simmer?
2: Okay, well, if you remember, our uh, Nolan,
1: if you remember our friend Emma, uh, she wanted me to show up to some, like, she was having some, some dinosaur-themed drag show or whatever, and she wanted me to help promote it, and she suggested, like, hey, why don't you have a booth and have your fans meet you here in Corpus Christi at this drag show. It well, was fun. It was a bad idea because it was too loud to talk, so every so all my fans and I just walked outside and, like, discussed this in, like, the street.
3: <laughs> and that's the only reason why the idea was bad.
2: Yeah.
0: The only had nothing one.
2: to do with the fact you're you're and nothing to do with your fans being like all twelve. <laughs> no, they're they were adults, you know. They're fine. They they, they they were they managed to get in. It's fine. Okay. 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 It's fine. Yeah, Pant- so is this Pant- the Pant- end?
1: If any one's hosting a drag show and needs me to like have a little autograph booth there, just hit me up, maybe. I don't
0: oh, know. God, if, if anybody sees your name, they're just gonna think that you're making pizzas for them, right? <laughs> sure i hope so is yeah. this is the end
3: beautiful friends
2: till we meet again but yeah, yeah. pan who mm-hmm. are you oh i'm pan pizza who's everyone else i'm nolan i uh, i don't have anything so uh oh, red well you do
3: uh, i'm you red I I barely did anything in this episode. I guess just like 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 don't don't bother like drawing a full like image for me this episode just put just put me in like the distance in the very corner of the screen (sighs) because that's basically where I was this whole episode.
1: I mean I can like uh just reuse the drawing I did unless you you want nothing to do with that. This well
3: well I'm well I'm a goat now is the thing, but I guess you could oh. just draw like goat horns on it or something.
1: Okay, yeah.
3: Or you could <laughs> or Cosmetics. you could just like cause like literally just the head is different. You could like lift it up so that the head is obscured by the top of the screen, but <sighs> it's like I'm just hanging from the ceiling or something.
2: We'll figure it out. <laughs> But yeah, and our special guest.
0: Oh, I'm uh, I'm Shane from Rerez, and I'm currently locked inside of a weird glass cell at a Buffalo Wild Wings.
2: Oh no. They um do them. you have any do you have anything you want to plug before uh, before you're let out of the glass cell?
0: Oh, uh, uh, don't eat at Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, it's good.
1: <laughs> I,
3: it's
1: I had some of the garlic <laughs> wings there, boneless garlic wings. They were pretty damn good. No, they weren't. Yes, they were. I love Boma's wings. Good stuff. It's like
2: exquisite nuggets, as I say. Sure.
0: Yeah.
2: Thank y'all for watching the show. Hope y'all have a great day.
1: I gotta. I gotta go. Gotta boot up Mortal Kombat 11. The towers of time thing is gonna expire, and I need my my cosmetics.